0: Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm Toulouse-Lautrec. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if
1: they hold up. Love is a many splendid thing. All you need is love. Cue the theme song. A life without love, that's terrible. No, being on the street, that's terrible. No, love is like oxygen. What? Love is a many splendid thing. What? Love lifts us up where we belong. All you need is love. Please don't stop after another, I've arranged a private meeting just to you would want necessity,
2: touching me your road. Hello? Yes. How do we
1: how well? Hope you don't mind. I hope you don't mind that I put down in words How wonderful life
2: is Now you're in the world.
0: All right, 2001, we had the uh, stylish musical Moulin Rouge uh, bringing together Nicole Kidman and Ewan McGregor and a few other people you might have seen in Harry Potter and the Music World and John Leguizamo. I
1: think it was five Academy Awards.
0: Nominated for a whole bunch, One, two.
1: Oh, did they only win two? They only won two. Well, they two. definitely did win. It was win. for like costume design. Yeah, they didn't win writing. I no. Say, put
0: oh. Shots fired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, uh, Moulin well, Rouge follows the adventures uh, in the year 1900, 1899, 1900, I believe. It's, of,
1: there's a date in there somewhere, I'm yeah, the sure. Yeah, f- it starts out. Um, and so it's early 1900s, yeah. It's
0: 1900 exactly, I think. Uh, and it's in Paris where Christian, who is a writer, uh, stumbles across some super fucking weird people and then drinks some absinthe and his life changes forever. The
1: Bohemians. You know what? Uh, mm. I don't think anybody... They don't speak French in this, but they—they're in Paris. That's weird. Yeah, about yeah. the
0: closest you get is John Leguizamo's weird lisping speech impediment, but it's not French.
1: I bet you John can do that. Let's hear you. Dude.
0: There's many things. I love everybody. He's got <laughs> He's, a huge it sounds like talent.
1: A... <laughs> is uh, <laughs> is Dean Pelton in this?
2: um no so i thought it might be him too but i'm sure it's not him i think his name's jim rash which guy the um the bald guy that hangs out with the bohemians yeah i thought I, I, I remember his name i oh, didn't right. look to
1: see if it was jim rash john you have the character thing is jim rash is it jim rash's name no no oh, okay no,
2: it's, it's totally not him but it looks like him because you confuse
1: bald white men that's true i thought he was moby as well <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's either Moby or Dean Pelton. It is. But it wasn't. No. No, it was not. <laughs> <laughs> so this okay.
0: movie was 2001. Um, and so when I... I hadn't seen this movie in over 10 years. Uh, I wasn't a huge fan when it first came out, but it definitely made a splash. I think it made made for fifty million, made about 170, 180 in the box office, and people yeah. were just like oh were, my god! It's because of the uh, they modern, took Nirvana song and yeah. made it into a French Parisian. Yeah. Oh my it's god!
1: The, it's the incorporation of the songs that people loved, all like blended into like a mishmash of
0: styles, into like
2: kind of a burlesque, old yeah. timey stage show. Well, it's the Moulin Rouge right yeah the place is fucking legit famous it's it. Th- that's one of the things that I appreciate about this actually is that like so this takes place in my favorite time and location in the world like Montmartre Paris early 1900s like this is like this is when all the good shit was happening right this is like Van Gogh Fucking, uh, Toulouse-Lautrec who's in the movie is a fucking, like all the great artists are hanging out at this time, right? Oscar Wilde, like fucking amazing shit happening in Paris at this time. And the Moulin Rouge is like unprecedented, wild, fucking debaucherous place, right? I love that part of this movie. Mm. It's just because it takes place here and it involves some of those characters. Like the fact that Toulouse-Lautrec is in the movie is fucking is so cool i love that nice
1: this is the first time you saw it too which it's is, the first time i saw it yeah. which is also uh, like good because i always like when someone hasn't seen the movie and it fresh perspective like yeah because you have like no connection with this whatsoever no connection and
2: despite all that stuff that i just said i totally went into this like hating it and pretty <laughs> sure i was gonna hate it and just wanting like i really wanted to hate it <laughs> i'm not gonna say like wow i felt but i did want to hate this movie is that because uh musicals are you're just not a musicals fan? No, I'm a, I have, I'm a boy. Uh. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. I, um, I, no, no, John, I fuck girls. Um, uh. <laughs> uh, that's all jokes. Uh, but no, I, I'm just not a big musical person. Like there's no. not many musicals that I enjoy and that's just from a taste thing. There are some like, like, a uh, Phantom of the Opera. I like, um, this one I like, I like, like Disney's are essentially musicals, and I like most yeah. of those cartoons, right?
0: I think the trick of a musical is, is it has to still be grounded. If you're going to make a film, even if it's a musical, it's got to have story and structure to carry it through, and then just have songs that are also very entertaining and performances that are that are good to watch. Like, I get the sense that Ewan McGregor sang all his own stuff for this. Oh, I get the it impression it sounded too. like his voice. Yeah, like, it,
1: was, it was it was their it was their voices. Even yeah. though some
0: of the performances were like intensive and you could tell that some people were lip syncing and maybe everybody was for the shot and the movie. they were because yeah. there's no way you do the audio that way however um i think they both both they did, lead, yeah. sang all their own stuff and they're amazing their voices are amazing yeah they like are from that end of thing i don't now you might have question about the songs but
2: i think they sing really well ewan mcgregor um which is why i was just um giving colin shit before we started taping because he was singing that fucking Ewan McGregor thing where he's all you need and that one actually is like nails on a chalkboard to me in particular (laughs) the way his voice sounds doing that it just and I'm not even saying he's a bad singer he's not they all do like a really surprisingly good job and I can't sing for fuck so I really respect that but god damn does that one particular song in the way that he over him him the way he does it is almost like too nasally like he's trying (laughs) to come up too much through the back of his throat when he's singing it and it's that particular noise that he's making singing that i is hatred are you talking Mm.
1: about the elephant song where he sings outside
2: all you need is love
1: oh no i know he sings a bunch of stuff in that one though right
2: all you need is love is what i'm talking
1: about oh just that one section of the song just that
2: bit yeah
1: oh okay yeah, cause I the elephant song always is like one of my favorite bits where where they like are having the back and forth argument about how he wants to be with her and she's like you can't afford it and and he's like but we should be together and stuff and she's like like I even like because to me that's the whole, I, I like that section of the movie because it's the uh, it's the courting all in a song right and so she's like. And she, they're, they're going through all of the problems or situations that could could cause them to not have a good relationship. She's like, you could be mean, and and I'll drink all the time and stuff like that. I I that for me is like the stuff that I like about the movie. It's the other stuff. There's some other things that I had some problems <laughs> with this time because <laughs> the movie's two hours and seven minutes. Yeah, ouch! That's I, very
2: interesting because you. Were the proponent for us doing this big time? Like not uh, only, not just a mild amount, but you really fandom this movie. Because like I watch when it There's came out. a shit disturber is it what he is. Came, yeah. No, but when it
1: <laughs> no, but when it came out uh, years ago, I really liked it and hadn't watched it for a long mm. time. And then I got high and watched it, um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it was. Uh, <laughs> it's so interesting when you watch a movie high versus sober it's uh it really changes the things that you look at and stuff i find uh and Hmm. and the 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 tone of the movie can really um jump out at you uh for good or bad yeah for good or bad absolutely like sometimes you'll watch stuff and you're like this is genius and other times you're like what were they thinking
2: (laughs) i guess maybe i need to take another shot at once upon a time in hollywood sober oh yeah i
1: don't know maybe not i don't think so that's like another (laughs) marathon but so anyways, what did you guys, so this movie was famous, famous, famous at the time also for having the most cuts edited wise of any movie Oh yeah, in that,
2: that does not surprise me. This uh, movie is like a, uh, like a 1990s music video.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so I used to actually think that that was cool, but actually watching it this time, I found it was not... I felt like a lot of the choices they made were not good editing-wise. It, it,
0: it's really, it's a chaotic movie anyway. Everybody's wearing like a crazy outfit and dancing and twirling and doing all the stuff in the background. Even in like, uh, there's probably more uptime scenes than there are downtime scenes for things actually happening on screen. And then when you add all the edits in during all the performances, it it's just, it's crazy. It's a little bit of chaos. It's, it's hard to watch. It's a little schizophrenic to me.
1: That's what I was thinking, too. I used to appreciate it, and now I'm starting to feel like they made some mistakes in, in their choices of how to edit scenes.
2: I don't know that I hate it, I, to tell you the truth. I, um, I'm
1: not saying I hate it. I'm just saying I feel like they maybe overdid it.
2: Well, the problem for me is that this movie starts very... Ca- like, it's not, it's not complete. It starts really crazy, really experimental. It feels like with a lot of these cuts like that, it feels like that doesn't carry through the rest of the movie and that might be like a like a decision because like the love becomes more thick and maybe the movie becomes a little bit more thick but those quick cuts and that same tonality aren't don't seem to carry through right hmm. it's it's more in the beginning less in the later part unless i witnessed wrong but i felt like it, it changed it, like actually, it changed what it was yeah
1: it actually i i agree i i didn't think about it till you mentioned it but the movie actually slows down as time goes on it because you even look at the intro when they get to moulin rouge or the elephant elephant thing when she's trying to hide him from the other guy and then they come in and they're doing the play for him the Mm. and all the crazy cuts there but as the movie goes on and they start working on the play and stuff the 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 editing and the tone really slows down well
0: which it doesn't work for me either because it's a long movie in, in a format that i'm not it's i don't think it's intended for me but And then everyone's just always sad and always crying and and I want to be with him. You can't. It's the show. It must be the
1: show. (laughs) You can't ever leave. I'll never leave. (laughs) But that's already, that's all set up. Okay, well, we should maybe start at the beginning. So the beginning is is like a little glimpse into the future. And then we kind of go back to him like typing.
0: Yeah, so we know what's happened already, which. Kind of. But I mean, he says she's dead.
1: Does he say in the beginning yeah, she's dead? Yeah, she's.
0: I loved dead. her, and she's gone. And I was like, "That's fucking real downer opening." And well, considering the rest doesn't of the mean movie, dead necessarily. Yeah, but we know she's dead. It's nineteen hundreds Paris. Uh, <laughs> as soon as she coughs blood, you yeah, know, for sure. Exactly. Oh, I guess I, that's what I guessed immediately. I'm, I don't get the sense that she went away. I was surprised she lasted to the end of the movie. I kind of was too, and she lasted right till right after the final act. Weird. Then I'm. Blah, 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 blah,
1: blah, yeah. Blah,
0: blah. Which I have a little bit of issue with as well, but so yeah, it starts. It starts like really dark, and then immediately like says, "Snap you, snap the fingers, and let's go fucking have some crazy circus performer type people fall through your roof and uh, have narcolepsy, and then we'll drink some absinthe, and and through a weird series of events, you'll you'll write our our play." And yeah. then off we go. And it's like, th- th- it was strange and and not in a bad way. I just was like, holy fuck. I don't remember. They I just
2: don't fuck around with it. Like you could have really, like these, this is some of the more interesting people, like the Bohemians, like yeah. how fucking interesting are these guys, right? And you have like one of the like most four, uh, <laughs> forefront members with that Toulouse-Lautrec guy, right? Like right there, you could you could build a whole movie. Well, there is movies built off of him, I think. But um, they don't fuck with that very long at all. They just move right on. Like they keep clipping, right? they they meet him he's part of them they go to the moulin rouge he gets involved with her like it it moves so quick well the
1: di- dialogue's so rapid even in that scene where oh, yeah. where like they're just like it's non-stop dialogue and then and but he then, gives you
2: that quick themology like right away and then we're bohemians this is what we believe yeah. and the movie is based off of that right and then
1: he does yeah. the Hells are alive or whatever and they're like he's a genius <laughs> which is like,
0: <laughs> and that kind of comes out of uh, comes out of nowhere just where he's like so nervous and, and it just gets forced out of him. And like again, I, he he's got a great voice. So like I was like, oh cool, he's taking a taking an old song and or well for us an old song, but it would be not invented. I think I think what I read and I think I agree with this is that it's supposed to be showing his genius, Christian's genius, that he is coming up with songs that no one would have ever conceived of or, or heard before, and these pulling songs from the future to into their
2: thing. How do you feel about the future songs in the thing? Same thing as Gatsby did, like much afterwards, but like same idea the other movies have done. And
1: when you're saying that, that he's the same director.
2: Oh, is that the same director? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't realize that. He
1: did Romeo and Juliet, and he did contemporary music in that one as well with uh, Claire Danes. And so that's his kind of a shtick. Which is
2: weird, because I remember really liking it in Romeo and Juliet. I think it didn't, I think because it plays over more as a soundtrack, it's not as, um, the thing that really threw me was when that, uh, Come As You Are, Started that Nirvana song, right? Yeah, that's pulled me out big time. Yeah, really. So there, oh yeah, I don't like that.
0: There are movies that take songs and redo them for their purposes in one way or another. Like Westworld did did that in the first season. I think it did it in the second too, where all the old timey pianos are playing like Radiohead songs and all that stuff, which is a really cool way to go. I don't mind that. Um, There are ways of doing it. I just i i didn't. Maybe it's because I'm not a a fan of the music in general. Um, like the the Bohemian. Nineteen hundred Paris the, I don't know the style they were going for I just I didn't like all of the songs so no. I, I didn't like all of the way they me neither them. and
2: I like Nirvana but I don't like that Nirvana song there and I, I hate it more than some of the other songs because and it Roxanne, feels like a further departure I hated Roxanne the guy too. doing
0: Roxanne I hated that because he just doesn't he didn't have a great singing voice was and it the Argentine that does yeah. That? yeah
1: or something like that the
0: the yeah the centaurist sitar player, sitar player. <laughs> yeah that guy I didn't like that and then they merged that with some other songs and some of it worked okay but I didn't love all of it mm-hmm. I wouldn't like go out and buy this soundtrack no and that that's that's hard that's a hard thing to say for a musical that's supposed it's to be funny because I, I mean
1: me and Dave were listening to the mm. soundtrack last night when we were like you guys were drinking some shit because it's the thing that I do like about this still whether like all of it or or none of it is I do still, I still, for some reason, like those songs, those couple of songs. They're Uh, not all bad. Yeah, I just, I like, there's something about them. Uh, It's just, I feel like there's more, a lot, there's a lot more issues than I remember um, with the the writing and the length and the editing. And um, so, okay, so he, Meets the Bohemians and he goes to the Moulin Rouge and then they have the gigantic dance number which also has the Nirvana song in it. What did you guys think of that whole section where they introduced the Moulin Rouge with the camera whipping inside? It's crazy. I like it. Yeah. I I like it. I just don't like the Nirvana.
0: That's where the chaos from an editing and, and cinematography perspective and and the characters and the cost, that's where it's supposed to smack you, punch you in the face. And it, and does. it totally works. It yeah. totally yeah. does. Yeah. And he's and,
1: doing those flips and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And all but that you, think,
0: you think how much of that is attributed to the absinthe that they're on. Oh yeah, because then they see the green fairy, and then they go in. Um, and I and I was like, it's, "This is kind of like a crazy drug trip." This is almost like you expect Hunter S. Thompson to be in the next scene to be like, "Ah, oh, what the fuck is going on?" Here? <laughs> um, but some of that stuff doesn't relent, and I don't know. I don't know if yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Hmm.
1: But no, but you like that scene. That opening. scene in particular,
2: yes. But Actually, then it it feels like we're talking about the the movie like with those cuts settles down a little bit, but so they, they're not tripped out on absinthe for the rest of them. Well, theoretically they probably are drinking some, but yeah. it's not like an absinthe trip. Whereas that first bit is where the cuts are more obvious. Yeah, maybe. Um, So maybe that is like just yeah. a, a big part of the trip actually.
1: But also the first time you meet, uh, what's her name? Satine. Satine. The first time you meet Satine is in that scene because yep. she comes she out. She comes from the roof. And she does this Madonna song. Uh, which <coughs> song is it again?
0: It's not like a version, is it? Yeah. No. Isn't it?
1: Oh, oh they I'm do going. that later.
0: Vogue, Vogue, Vogue.
1: I can't. Whatever <laughs> song she does, <laughs> and then she falls and then gets caught. So, in the first scene that we meet her, we already find out that she's super sick.
2: Yeah, she's coughing blood instantly. Yeah,
1: like right away, like because she can't even finish that song, and then the the guy, that what's his name, the leader or the
0: Is it Z, Z, um,
1: ziedler or whatever, yeah. he uh he pretends like it was all part of the show. He's like, oh, and he claps and stuff, but he to try and cover for her or whatever. Yeah, but like then they have the blood. I think they show the not, blood not then. In no, the back, but in the back caught. of the room, no, no, no. yeah. She says
0: it's a tight outfit. I think.
1: No, but I, what, someone has a napkin and, and she, the, uh, one of the women sees the blood that yeah. she's coughing. I thought that was a later performance. No, oh. it's in that one. Yeah, so like really- right away, it's like, boom. And then we have like what you said at the beginning. He said she's gone. So like it's it's kind of weird that they reveal that she's going to die like within the first 15 minutes of the movie.
2: <laughs> yeah, Because also- then there's
1: no surprise at the end
2: yeah i suppose that's true like that's why would you, you could have shown her being ill yeah the blood we all know yeah that's the worst you should so, got rid of that yeah don't put the blood in there make it so that she's sick she could get better and
1: don't set up at the beginning <laughs> that that she's dead too and his typing on the typewriter i feel like because then at the end of the movie it's when it's a she little dies, mystery
0: it'd be more sad
1: more yeah emotional. absolutely because
2: He's if like, you know i loved her but just when I thought I would lose her, I actually got her back. But then she died, coincidentally, right at the end of her last music <laughs> number. The
1: end. That's what I mean. So, like, we already know exactly what's going to happen 15 minutes into the movie. And so we then, I feel like as an audience member, you you since you know she's going to die, that's always in the back of your mind. So you never allow yourself to, like, like her character because you know she's going to pa- die anyway. Yeah. So I feel like that's sto- bad storytelling, bad writing and her you could have fixed that in editing as well. Her
0: character is a little hard to get into as well cuz basically you and McGregor and the duke fall in love with her
2: upon seeing
1: instantly. her instantly. But I mean everybody in the room probably did. I did.
2: I don't even like Nicole Kidman. No. Yeah. yeah. But I after watching that movie I have a huge crush on
1: 1990s Nicole Kidman. Yeah, me too. No, yeah. I did as well, which is another reason I like this movie is because T- totally. I like her.
0: Now, look, I'm all about like, quote unquote, love at first sight, which is just infatuation and and, uh, and attraction. Um, but like it's Ewan magic. McGregor is like, tries to read her some poetry in his private screening. I love that. And then, and then <laughs> she's, she's like, like ah, she's ah. obscenely throwing herself at him in a way that like takes her attractiveness level down about 50 notches. And yeah. then he is like, I love you. And it's like fuck.
1: I, I I I know and but the thing is it's it's a fairy tale, it's got a fairy in it. I know, I so know. So I'm okay with it. i am I don't I'm, know,
2: it's but, also Bohemian. I'm
0: sick of that story. I,
1: well, I know, but it's it's the, twenty the, years the, old, so I know. but <laughs> I understand. Yeah technically Fine. 120 years old there you go yeah see but it, it it is a fairy tale so i i let that slide i'm not saying that some it wouldn't be a speed bump for some people it's yeah.
2: also all about that like these people are all about like wildly throwing themselves into love and like believing in love at first sight and all of that stuff so the fact that that, that he would allow himself that i don't know Goes along with his ideology. I like the idea that the movie, and
0: they scream this a few times and they beat us over the head with it, is that like the whole big thing in life is loving and allowing yourself to be loved. Yeah. So for me, it would have been better if there had been a bit more of a... Because you have a problem with a that. A challenge. I do have a problem so with that. I doesn't like yeah. being loved. I'm just saying, it's my opinion. So there you go. Don't I not I hate those old timey stories where it's like, guy loves the girl at first sight and through persistence, he shows his worth and then she loves him back. Oh, and she's a hooker.
1: But they <laughs> <laughs> But they start banging quite soon. They kind of do, yeah. Yeah, so like and then she's well, uh, she is a hooker. No, I know, but for free. She's banging him for free and yeah, uh
0: because of his pipes.
1: And they uh can't throw a piece out so here. So what or there. what do you guys think of the I always get conf- got confused that the guy who's the duke was Gary Oldman, but it is not no, Gary Oldman. No, it's not. I know, but I always got confused. I used to think it Gary was Gary Oldman
2: could step in there and yeah. be way better.
1: So you see, didn't like the Duke. I mean, he's he's
2: not bad. He's just not great.
1: He's not Gary Oldman. <laughs> he's not Gary Oldman.
2: That's the thing, and that's not a that's not even a criticism. No, that's, I know. Like you could be not Gary Oldman and still be very talented. Yeah, but I just feel like um, yeah, I feel like he wasn't quite what I'd want.
1: The the also the thing he that- was a
2: little ginger. You know what I mean? Like a little softer than I would have expected him to be <laughs> for the character.
0: Well, everybody in the movie, like, when they're in a play or in a musical, are acting as characters. But the Duke is, like, the only character when in the real life aspect acts like a character. He's, like, so whiny and so jealous and so over the top with everything he does. So That's what I don't like. He's, like, a petulant child. Yeah, and...
1: He's uh, got his man though, is that the his security man or whatever that's going to do all his dirty work? He's, he's words. got his odd job. <laughs> yeah. he's,
2: got, he's got old Parisian odd job. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> throw your pipe at him. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Who throws a shoe?
1: Honestly, the uh, thing that I didn't like that I felt was a little bad once again with the writing was it was just too like kind of obvious and lame. Was how the play was what was really going on. And the sitar player falls in love with them, and then the Maharaja and all that stuff. And then they keep, and then the secret song where they like will sing to each other so they know no one else will know about the secret song. It kind of felt like all that stuff didn't work this time. It was just so obvious. And then when he figures it out, because one of the other um actresses let, yeah ladies of the evening i'll call her yeah she comes over and makes some kind of comment where like uh what does she say something about like ah that she like,
0: it doesn't make sense that he'd pick this one yeah. he pick the maharaja
1: and then he like figures it out what's going on and realizes that like but everybody else knew because it was super obvious yeah
0: the most
2: obvious <laughs> but
1: like but like one of these non-characters had to point it out to the villain i don't know it just seems very kind of walt disney to me
2: It they even show him it looks the way that it's shot like he sees them kissing yeah. in that one scene and then stiegler or whatever is like or ziegler is like is like hey he gets his attention away yeah but i was like the way you shot that, it looks like he was looking right at yeah, them. Yeah, right at them. And then there's another scene where Ewan McGregor has like the lipstick all
0: over his face. And yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Hey, we were fucking. <laughs> yeah, the Duke <laughs> is the actually like, totally. What? That's uh, odd, but okay. The Duke is so dumb. Yeah, and fairy tale is a good way of, of putting it, I guess. What well, is a fairy even, tale? It's a green fairy tale. Even Disney, <laughs> even Disney and and Pixar are moving away from the straight up fairy tale story. And yes, this was 20 years ago now, but. That's another reason why the overall structure for this flops for me because it's the a weird way the princess and the prince trying to get her and they fall in love, you know, in not realistic <laughs> circumstances and are put under pressure by external forces and their love is torn apart and then they rekindle and then blah, 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 blah. blah.
1: Yeah, because they spent... Where the cuts could have been made, because I think we would all agree this movie is too long. And I would say it's about a half an hour too At long. At least. So, too long. so if you cut out all of the stuff about the doctor and how everybody knows she's going to die, and and nobody does know she's going to die, and everyone thinks she's just got a cold, and you don't like have it to- very close to the end, the blood on the handkerchief or whatever, and she was hiding it from Ziedler and everybody, which is the way you could have gone... You could have easily sliced out a half an hour from this movie. Yeah. And then it would have been a surprise at the end when she dies instead of it just being like, a s- watching a movie waiting for her to die
0: I would have even preferred um, like the the Duke through trying to kill Christian kills her accidentally so then you don't even have to do any of her like fainting and all that stuff I kept stuff.
2: wondering if this that was going to happen yeah. the guys were oh. on backstage with the gun and stuff like I thought it was going to go that's but, actually a great idea and you don't have to set up any of the you sickness you don't have to have the tuberculosis yeah that's no, great actually yeah,
1: see once again that would have been I feel like a better way of telling that story yeah yeah, yeah I like yeah. that actually. and
0: then they could their love could have flourished a bit more and they could have been somewhat challenged but but I don't know. I also understand that by her knowing she was gonna die was the kind of a uh, like she's not gonna be with Christian for the good of the theater, and then she's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna love him." And he's like, "But you're dying." As if she, he tells her, Ziegler tells her, as if she didn't know that she was dying. Well, like because that the blood doctor come out comes ear, out. Because
1: <laughs> I think the doctor tells him in another scene, and then he like doesn't really like be forthright. He's like, "The doctor says you're fine," oh, or some yeah, bullshit, or, "You're gonna be great," or. But it doesn't matter, though, because like I'm assuming everyone back then would have known yeah. what was the deal it's was with the coughing thing, of right? the blood. Yeah. yeah, so she'd have been like, uh, I don't think that's, are you lying to me? Yeah,
0: I guess I am fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I feel better now. It's like a placebo. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like Siegler himself is pretty. I, I get he's really tied to his theater, but he comes off as just straight evil through ninety percent of the movie. And is he supposed to redeem himself by punching the Duke uh, at the end? I didn't find him evil through the movie. Did he's, you guys? He's basically like holding her feet to the fire and like guilting her into well, he's giving up her life and love. But I
1: felt he
2: for the
0: good of the theater because it's his theater. Well,
2: yeah, he's he's hurt I didn't, pimp,
0: I didn't get the basically. sense it was the art that he was trying to save. I got the sense like this is my livelihood, bitch, and you're my courtesan. Now get out there and fuck that guy, yeah. and then get back here, and I'm gonna pay the bills.
2: Yeah, but that's just what's going on.
0: I yeah.
1: I didn't. F- I felt like he was uh, reluctantly doing it. That he though he had doubt in what he was doing sometimes. He Maybe. felt bad. I felt like yeah. he could feel
2: bad about and it. And
1: then at the end, it just became too much, and then he, he finally stood well, up. Well, the end, the what's he gonna
2: do? He's gonna what? What's his choice there? He's got to punch him out.
1: I guess he's like fuck it. I <laughs> <Yeah>. shit. <laughs> I'm going for it.
2: <clears throat> yeah,
0: I don't know. Uh, so I, it, it's just not strong storytelling. So I think I think where the movie kind of flopped a bit for me was that it, it didn't have the it didn't have a good story f- from my perspective. Some people maybe really like that fairy tale stuff, and you know it's it's like the oldest stories in time. Like you could go back to. Um, like Shakespeare days, and you'd find similar structure in in the star-crossed lovers, and and then you know tragedy after the they can be together, which is and kind of a downer. And he's ending.
1: like obviously him having made a Shakespeare movie, he's definitely a huge fan of that style of writing. Yeah, yeah. So like he definitely. Oh uh, th- those are his inspirations for sure. Well, like
2: over-dramatized storytelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: but like and just like that that star-crossed lovers um mm. tragedy and death and all that like is very Shakespearean. It's, it's pretty mm. much all Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah, I mm-hmm. I uh, also <sighs> struggled I don't know. It's just this time it yeah that that uh it's just the storytelling's too it's too simplistic and it makes the audience feel like knowing she's going to die. So at the beginning of American Beauty, Kevin Spacey says, I'm going to die. Right. So the whole movie, you know, Kevin Spacey's going to die. But the movie's not about that. It's not about like him living or dying. It's about like all these other things. When and you don't know how he's going to die. No. And it's about life and stuff. And then you don't, which is so cool because you think maybe Ricky killed him. So there is still a mystery of his death. But we know from the beginning that she and him are not going to be together and she's going to die from tuberculosis. So in the 15 minutes in, we know that. So like, why are we continuing to watch the movie? Whereas when you set it up where someone's going to die differently and and the movie's about more than that,
2: I mean, maybe she has like the craziest case of gingivitis and her gums are bleeding <laughs> on that napkin. <laughs>
0: I ate some bad popcorn. <laughs> was, Ouch. Cut the roof of my mouth. I, I ate Captain Crunch yeah. cereal. Who's <laughs> <was> eating Captain <laughs> Crunch sandwiches? <laughs> <laughs> Why sandwiches? Which, I don't which know. Which I think I American
1: Beauty is going to eat. be my pick eat. for the new year. John, John, I told him which one you picked, but I can't remember now what it was. It was oh, a major league. Major league, yeah. So I'm going to say American Beauty.
2: For what, the it the first movies in the New Year? Yeah, yeah. And then you're gonna say Major League? Yeah. yeah. Mm. will Well Brian brand all I'll over s- that. Think uh, about it. Think, think about, about it. What's gonna happen?
0: Um what about um Freddie got fingered. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Well what, what about the um like the art direction? The um <clears throat> in between a lot of shots they're obviously using a few stages where they've built some some buildings or structures or whatever, but then there's also like the the cartoony in-between high-level views of, of Paris place. that end up zooming in and around a few times. I I f- I didn't. I was watching a poor rip because this movie is not actually the easiest to find. It's not streaming anywhere. That it's on Crave. I, I didn't get it on Crave. Yeah. Free. No, it's on some part of Crave that I don't get.
1: Oh, I think me too because I think <laughs> I have to pay for it.
2: Oh, it's on stars on the Crave.
1: <clears throat>
0: yeah, so I, don't I don't have I stars.
1: Well,
2: pay $5 extra and get it. A month? No.
0: no i could i i ended up getting it but i just didn't it wasn't high quality um and so i just want to get your guys feedback on that that but you didn't steal it i wasn't impressed no i wasn't (laughs) impressed by um because that would those shots by those shots like i thought even like video games at the time, which would be a lot of that same kind of art style, were looking way better at that time. How like did that it could have been
1: because you must have had a decent rip. I
2: thought it was good. Yeah, okay. I thought it was too. It's just it's a rip. it's a style choice, right? Like it's definitely stylized the way that they're doing it, but it looked intentional, and I didn't mind it. There are some parts that look very, um, like you're saying, like like almost like a chalkboard pastel type of
0: like, yeah look to them which it could have been layered i think is what each row of houses or, or buildings could have been its own and as you moved in each could move slightly to give you that yeah. sense of three that that would have been far more effective than just like zooming in on a matte painting or whatever the hell it was yeah
2: i mean anyway, that's, it, that's it's a minor thing yeah it's a fine analysis i just I, I don't know that i picked up on that as much
1: i also felt like they editing wise and and story structure wise they didn't know when to end stuff they would kind of take things and then they would go a little too long.
2: Well, like even that very first thing where they um where Christian's in the room was sat in, he's doing that stupid poetry, the Duke comes in, is like what the fuck? And then Toulouse and the group pop in and then they all start creating the play. To me, like Spectacular Spectacular. Yeah. To me, that dragged.
1: Yeah, it's too long. That's a very long scene. Like from when he enters the room. And to the end till, of that song. So they the do song their. Goes. Yeah, so the, he enters the room. They have their little whatever where he reads poetry. Then they do the song. Then they come back down. She realizes he's not Duke. Then the Duke comes. Then she has to hide him then he's walking around the room then they come and then they help out and then they do the fucking play spectacular that's like 20 minutes Mm -hmm. it's gotta be 20 fucking minutes it
0: feels like it for sure and that that particular song spectacular uh, spectacular. 20 years whatever the hell like that that part of the song that
2: just it goes on too long i did love that there's one scene in that where everyone's on their knees but John Leguizamo is is still yeah. standing up because he has <laughs> those weird leg rigs. It's so obvious he's walking on his knees the entire movie too. I know, but I took it me out of it. it well, that's but I that's like really it. too loose the to track. He like broke his legs when he was a kid, and then and he has like some kind of a genetic bone disease or something, so they never grew back. So he had man-sized upper body child-sized legs so that's why he looks like that in the movie like this weird circus I, creature i get it yeah
1: i just i i do uh, i i that didn't take me out of it because i actually like john in this. i thought I, he was
2: awesome in it and yeah. i love that that when everyone's on their knees he's like still he's technically <laughs> kind of on his knees but the whole movie is consistent with these little fucking stump legs i just really like that they didn't change that you know, yeah. there was
0: one scene, because I, I hadn't seen this movie in so long, I was trying to remember it all. Um, there's one scene where he and Satine are, are making out on the roof of their building, and then it goes to Christian's room, and it starts to zoom in, and John like, was almost there, and looks like just straight evil or crying. And I was oh, like, is, yes. is he the one that kills Satine? Because
2: Yeah, no, I got confused he's, by, by that shot, too. It, it was a by really by confusing shot, shot, yeah. It does look like he's torn he's e- by he's their like, love. fuck, I love that man. I want that giant unit yeah yeah <laughs> he's got a great talent yeah or a huge talent but then i did think that shot was totally misplaced that should have been left out because there's nothing that's added by showing uh too loose there no and it only confuses you yeah because i got the uh, john thought he was in love with christian i thought he was in love with Satine, Ah, and i was upset by that because i was like no don't fucking do that <laughs> like now the duke and fucking him and I love christian, Triangle. i don't remember that it's a yeah. love square because
1: yeah. he actually seems supportive after they sing their song. Because the camera, yeah, the camera pans over and he's like sitting on that ledge and he's like, "How wonderful!" That's why a little is. boy
2: leg, scrunchy face doesn't not not make any sense in I, there. I Just have to get go, rid of I'll speech have to impediment, s- boy Neely. I'll, I'll have to see.
1: I'll have to see that. <laughs> i didn't see something of him crying it's weird yeah there's so much going on in this movie though
2: that's interesting to me though because that did pull me out and i forgot about it until right now but i remember looking at that and being like what the fuck just happened
0: is he crying i guess he, now in retrospect he's crying because he's happy that the lovers are getting together i think it's the absence and the <laughs> legs pain He <laughs> probably got a lot of leg pain i need an advil <laughs>
2: You know what? It feels like standing on these boy legs with this upper body.
0: <laughs> it's tough.
1: Th- this movie also has too many Dark Nights of the Soul, and it's a structure problem, too. There's too many... D- the whole fucking movie feels like Dark Night of the, the Soul. The whole last dark. half an hour has, like, several Dark Nights of the Soul because it has when she wakes up with him, mm-hmm. and that should be the Dark Night of the Soul, but then when he comes back and he's like, I'll have to pay I'll you. i pay you. I'm going take to my money. take the money. Do you take
0: Square? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what does he say? (laughs) He's like,
1: I'm here to pay for you, my lover, whatever. Services rendered. so dramatic. Services rendered, that's right. Yeah. And so he's trying to like shame her because she's a whore and she slept with him for free. And now he's coming back and he's like picking on her job. It's like dating a stripper. And then you guys break up and then you go to the strip club and you're like, you're just a fucking stripper. Yeah. That's like bullshit. Like, that's bullshit what he was doing. It's a huge dick move. He makes it a t- t- he made, He's like,
0: I won't get jealous. I know this has to be done. And she's like, oh, you said it. And then later on, he's like, I'm jealous. She's like, you promised you wouldn't get jealous.
2: <laughs> like, oh, my God. Yeah. I mean. He meant don't fucking sleep with the guy. Only well, Argentine tells him right at the end. Yeah. Of the movie, the great tip don't get involved with fucking working girls. It yeah. always ends up, whatever he fucking says. But it's, um, <laughs> oh, yeah. he should have given that advice at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. We could have, have all avoided this and had probably a nice, decent romp through 1900s Paris.
1: That would have so, been nice.
2: Were all of the other
0: uh, female performers courtesans, or is she the only courtesan?
2: Uh no, I get the impression that they're all whores. Yeah. They just aren't as good a quality whore to get an elephant. Right, but they still do the song and dance and. The, they...
1: Yeah, it's a brothel.
2: See, I didn't realize that the Moulin Rouge was a brothel. Yeah, I thought it was I, like a um kind yeah. of a romp style nightclub. Like Where with a lot of f- like risque shit goes on, and you but, get to bang the
0: star because she's the high price. Yeah, yeah, like she's. No, it's a. I'm pretty sure. The whole sure place it's a, is a burlesque.
1: And what's well, a brothel? Le- Sorry, a a brothel. burlesque, yes. I didn't br- think it was yes. a brothel. Yeah. Because it, I get the impression that, like, they do the show and stuff, and then after the men get all fucking horned up they take them in the back and blow them or bang them or whatever i mean
2: hopefully that would make things a lot better but for the it was people.
1: paris in the early 1900s and there's brothels i just thought moulin rouge was a brothel interesting
2: and it, it might be i don't actually well, know look, enough about look, moulin rouge to know that yeah, yeah. like the, my knowledge is i have a little and it just is basically what i said But don't already exhausted my knowledge? (laughs)
1: Don't some of the prostitutes (laughs) even make comments about like him banging her and stuff? And they're like, ha ha ha, honey. Or, yeah, I I get the sense that they're all prostitutes. I guess we'll have to look that up. Oh,
2: I just figured it out. So he becomes a genius because he gets syphilis from her. All, all the great artistic geniuses, they attribute a lot of their weird thinking to fucking syphilis. Right, That is true. So, he, he Van Gogh from he, Van it. Go 100% it. she has it, right? So, for oh, yeah. sure, Christian has it too now. And yeah.
1: when did they invent condoms? Did they have condoms back then or did yeah. they just kind of... They've had
2: condoms for a long time, but I don't think people used them because they were actual, like, sheep intestine. There you go. Oh. Like, don't forget your <laughs> sheep intestine <laughs> on your cock. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. That was a,
1: They had to come up with a better name than Sheep Intestine because they weren't selling them enough. Condom. Like, Get yeah. your <laughs> Sheep Intestine here. Get your Sheep Intestines. Your oh, yes. Put like my your I could go
2: across the store, buy a she- condom, put, put it on and give you a good ride. Right. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> put your Sheep <laughs>
1: Intestines on your Tallywhacker. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, they would have called it a Tallywhacker. Tallywhacker. Yeah.
1: Oh, tally- oh are not in
2: France. That's a more London Yeah, you're jar, right. That it? is. Yeah.
1: Put your sheep intestine on your Taliwaka and thrust me. Put it <laughs> on your <laughs> grand
2: crayon. Ooh. What? Oh. Grand crayon? Grand crayon is big pencil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oui, oui, oui. <laughs> oui.
1: Uh, all right uh well, Brent was doing the Monty Python yeah, yeah that's good oh yes Harry oh yes Harry right, <laughs> I good. love that's my that's my all-time favorite Monty Python skit is uh, uh, every sperm one? is sacred oh, every yeah. sperm is good There's and then every sperm is sacred <laughs> <laughs> okay we're gonna do reading a life yeah we should oh please God gets <laughs> quite irate yeah <laughs>
0: holds up yeah maybe uh, okay, anything else about Moulin Rouge? I Anyone don't think to... so. I think we call it's it. It's a pretty sad ending, kind of a downer.
1: Yeah, so she, wait a sec, so she they're singing their special secret song and then she dies?
0: After the performance, yeah.
1: After the but performance. But like, do they finish the special <laughs> secret song? I can't remember.
0: Mm, yeah.
1: Because the gun comes out and then, oh, they, no, they, get oh, through yeah, they it finish all. it because he's holding all. her in the dark. And yeah, like yeah, they go slow behind, slow behind the curtain. And, and the gun, gun and flies through the air during the big, crescendo at the end it's like and then the gun like he punches and then the gun goes flying does someone catch it or something no it it lands lands in in the aisle.
0: aisle and then the duke grabs it and instead of using what a gun is best for is to give you a bit of separation from your target he decides to run full bore the uh, dude is so stage. fucking
2: dumb. Like he doesn't pick up that they're cheating on him, despite catching them a bunch of times, and even saying the first time he catches them, he's like, "Are you expecting me to believe that a half-naked woman and a young man are embraced and not fucking?" Basically, and they're like, "Yeah." yeah. And he's like, right. "Okay, oh, okay." Acting. Also, <laughs>
1: also, he's running because that gun probably doesn't have good range. It was nineteen hundreds. You got to probably get close. close. The pellet probably goes ten feet and then falls. <laughs> Like drops off completely. He had his
2: his big baby looking man always handle the gun. So probably he's not too familiar. He's more of a, (laughs) more of a fencer. They were going to straight (laughs) up do murder in front of a crowd of people. (laughs) In front of a crowd of people. They were so choked that they were like,
1: fuck it everyone <laughs> here will understand we tried
0: to do it the secret way but fuck i'd give him the nod waste him on stage that would be like,
1: funny if the duke thought you had to run up to the person and hold it against them before <laughs> you pulled the trigger he's like gah, gah, <laughs> well, there there's you a go. skin activated on the barrel <laughs> side <laughs>
2: oh my was it a
1: revolver or is it yeah. a one shot no it was oh, a, it's revolver. a revolver one shot is that is gun. that Greener technical one-shots.
0: yeah that's correct and around that time they would have had wheel guns for sure for okay Oh yeah, John, years. If
1: anybody knows John knows.
0: <coughs> This is post the Old West Well probably right in the middle Of the Old West But mm. this was Parisian West
1: The Old West had been In the late 18 Early 1800s Yeah Starting Yeah Something yeah. like that I guess mm.
2: Okay Okay uh,
1: So straight up murder Yeah Straight up murder In, in front, front of, of everybody And the
2: crowd was just like Yay Nobody even noticed <laughs> Nobody no. even looked. No. He's running down the <laughs> aisle with a gun and people were like, the show was so amazing. That's <laughs> true. Jesus Christ. The perception is terrible. Yeah. It's no wonder France kept losing to England. <laughs> <laughs> you know, tunnel vision.
1: Too distracted by the entertainment.
2: That's true. And absent. All right. I'm going to call it.
0: Um, yeah. If you couldn't tell, didn't quite love this movie. Uh, I think even there would be some kind of potential here for this movie, but I'll, I'll also qualify whatever I say following this, that this movie was, wasn't made for me. Um, you know, the costumes that the time period and the music of the time period doesn't necessarily appeal to me and I'm not the hugest musical fan. Um, but I think musicals can be done right. They just need the right amount of story and all that. There' a little bit too much fairy tailing for me. I think the performances by some of the actors are, are good. Really good. And the singing, the fact that they did their own singing, I enjoyed quite a bit because uh, it, it looks less lip-synced than it probably could have. But unfortunately, it wasn't enough to pull it all back together and uh, definitely would deserve an Oscar for costumes, which I think it won. Costumes are awesome. It's crazy. I think, it
1: was, crazy. Awesome. I think like, it was costumes and music <clears throat> or tech Maybe cinematography. Set design? Something Yeah, set, design? set, sure. design. I mean, yeah, the set design. Yeah,
0: that stuff. Except for the, the anime, the, the cartoony drawing stuff. But anyway, uh, so no, it doesn't hold up for I me. I, only, I wouldn't watch this movie again. I think I'm ever.
1: the only one out of the three of us who saw it and liked it originally. And it definitely has not stood the test of time. I still love some of the music, especially the the bigger numbers between him and her. The Your Song and, uh, and the Elephant Song. I, they're when they're just,
0: harmonizing, I, I still get a little chills. I do anyway. I do I've, get I've chills now, at over 40 years old now when, when a, a man and a woman are singing or any two people are singing and they harmonize their voices. It's just like awesome when it works. So when they do that together in this a couple of times, it's good, but just not every time.
1: No, yeah. The, there's a lot of bad music. Like we talked about Roxanne and there's some of the other songs that... And it also I feel like there is a real imbalance between the singing and and the... Uh, I feel like there's a pace to musicals where you have uh, you You kind of you structure out where the songs are going to be. And I feel like there's just like, sometimes it was like song after song after song, and then it'd be huge, long stretches of no songs. And like storytelling that once again, when you set up everything in the beginning, and then there's no surprises in the end, you failed miserably. Like, if if you if you wanted to have that opening, she shouldn't have died in the end, because that's the only way that the audience has any satisfaction. Yeah. It'd be like being told the end of the story, and then you just have to listen to the whole story, and then the guy repeats what he said at the beginning at the end. It's just like, what the fuck did you tell me this story for? And you Why'd see, you ruin the end of the story at the beginning of the fucking story?
0: And you see Christian writing, so you know that the Duke doesn't kill him. Like, yeah. Yeah so there there's no tension no absolutely yeah, and if, he if survives. any of the other characters die you're like whatever because you don't care oh Ziegler yeah. dies oh no like
1: who cares Bad. i feel like it was bad writing I, I love his intentions and like he totally went for it it was a big bold aud- audacious idea and like he did not <laughs> compromise apparently in his vision but someone should have told him that he can write uh, they just he just the script needed to have a couple more rewrites, I feel like, before they would have shot this mammoth. Maybe you could have saved it in editing by taking out a ton of the movie. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't hold up. She <laughs> could have saved it by not making it the way it no, no. was if made. You, if you took out let's say if the, if you would have made this ninety minutes, taking out the beginning where you knew what was gonna happen, and taking out all the t- tuberculosis until you didn't find out till the end. You saw that she was sick and stuff, and like you are kind of suspicious because they keep showing it to ya, but not right out where people are talking to doctors, right and saying, yeah. she's gonna die. like
0: I like the idea that mm. she she passed out because the the outfit was too tight because they do make a point of like squeezing her into some stuff. and that that's a that's a known phenomenon, which is why we all, which love I know so from much. pirates of the Caribbean um (laughs) but if they had a faked (laughs) us out for that at least to start which is in my head that's what i was playing through but you guys just reminded me that no pretty much right away she's like
1: blood blow it and now and now for the person who's never seen this before
2: dun dun oh wait so you didn't say the words it doesn't okay well yeah let me tell you i opposed watching this movie quite a bit yes he did
1: um it. When it came why? out, it
2: just was one of those movies where I saw I was like, Fuck no,
1: like I'm not gonna watch <laughs> that. <laughs> Jesus
2: Christ, why would I?
1: And on his birthday week too. Oh yeah, okay.
2: yeah happy birthday, buddy. Thank you. Old as fuck now. Um yeah. yeah, I never wanted to watch this movie. And then when you suggested watching it that one time, like not even for the show, you were just like, You've never seen that? Let's we should watch that. I was like, I can't imagine a worse time. Why would we do that?
1: Well, we would have got high first.
2: Still. Um <laughs> this is your soul. it doesn't make everything better. <laughs> no, it makes it worse.
1: So, Many times it makes it worse. I like
2: really didn't want to watch this movie. And then right away when the movie started, and like I told you, like this, like once I realized where this was set and everything, and like they even mentioned as they're like zooming in, they're like Montmart, and they like to start explaining the area and stuff. I was like, fucking this like I love that stuff. And then it became crazy, and I was like, Oh, I fucking like this a lot. Because it was crazy and the quick cuts and all the fucking maniacal characters and they're like so over the top and it was just like this it pulled me into this weird fucking world where I like being I like being in a weird fucking offsetting place. And so I was like really having a good time actually and I was watching it and I was like god damn I'm gonna fucking like this movie and I did I like this fucking movie and it's got a lot of problems and it's really sloppy and it's way too long and some of the shit is total shit but I did end up liking the movie. Um,
1: Oh, that's great. I'm so glad because I always wanted to recommend this to you. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I didn't expect that um, at all. Like, it's really kind of weird and crazy to me that I did enjoy this as much as I did because a lot of it lags. A lot of the music wasn't my crazy uh, favorite. I'm not a big fan of musicals anyways because of all the singing. I fucking (laughs) stuff it up your ass, right? Like, (laughs) But for some fucking reason... I like this movie, and as you guys were talking about it, because I expected one of you to say it holds up. But after our discussion, I was like, "Oh my god, this isn't going to hold up." And then I was like, "How am I going to feel? <laughs> I, do I got to be the guy that says it holds up still?" Like, oh, despite if he the said problems, it holds up,
1: that's awesome. Yeah, because I, I I have always liked this movie, and if that's your first time watching it, maybe I'm being too hard on it. It's but. my first time
2: watching it, and I I don't know. I think maybe I pre- maybe like John said, this movie is is not for me. This movie might have been made for people like me. Not the music, not every choice, but the craziness and like the whole fucking. I mean, I don't even know how to explain. Just it's it's a it's a it's an absinthe trip basically. The colors, the fucking quick cuts, the the crazy zany characters. A lot of the dialogue is just like outright funny, right? Yeah, yeah, it's. Hella- um, I, I find it's really funny. The characters are really good. It's really well acted. The story, I think, I think the story didn't need to suffer if if the edits like we're talking about are made right like if they cut it down by half an hour especially if this movie's 90 minutes this is tight as shit right yeah it's a
1: fucking winner
2: it's so just, i gotta say despite all my fucking hang-ups with this shit like I, it holds up for me wow i do I'm, enjoy it and i probably oh. will watch it again uh,
1: i'm glad because i want i wanted it to hold up by someone because i didn't want this to have three no holds up yeah no, you're very I do thoughtful like with it. This movie. It
0: might be worth saying too for for our audience out there that um, Brent and I have played a lot of music together. But both yeah. of us, I don't know if you call us musicians, but for we like used to be most of our most of our life. We I played bass, clef bass drums, guitar. <laughs> um, that, that is true. Yeah. Um, so we've like played and 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 been involved with a lot of different types of styles of music, and both of us I think have a healthy appreciation for many different types of music. And even if we don't like the songs or. What are, or the style, uh, we can always appreciate the artists. Um, yeah, and and so that's why I, I talked the way I did about Nicole Kidman and Neil McGregor being, being up there with the with the pipes that they got. Even though I'm not a huge fan of all the ways they did the songs, but I just thought that was important to point out that so you don't think we're like we hate musicals because we hate music. That's no. not the case at all. Um, I think the reason I hate the reason I don't typically like musicals is because it's it's a really really hard thing to have a good story and structure while involving the right appropriate level of music. And if you, it, like when you have a crazy 3D um, animated movie and it's all about the the crazy fights and the explosions and how much shit you can get on the screen, if you don't have the story to pull that all together, it's then the, the CG just becomes a, a gimmick. And um, for me in this movie, the music was more gimmicky than i wanted it to be um but there were definitely a couple of good numbers and, and all that i
1: love the, mus- the music
2: the music for me is best when i'm not noticing the music as much roxanne come as you are pull me out of it because i those are so such a departure from what i feel it is but a lot of the other choices despite the fact that their current music and used in this they didn't they weren't so um polarized if that makes any sense Nirvana yeah, in a in a nineteen hundreds Parisian set is polarizing. That's yeah. that's that's a positive. This is others a negative, right? Like you yeah. cannot those don't go. But a lot of the other songs work fine. The Elton
0: John song when when you and McGregor spelt that out, I've, I just love that.
1: Yeah. I even love, love come, I even love the song come Wet May, which is like the one that they do—that's the secret song, right? Yeah. Where they do it at the end, and then Ziegler's like, "I don't like it." <laughs> come what <laughs> me. And, and then they have like everyone comes up and they're all singing it, and then they stop, and that's when he realizes that uh, yeah, that, they're banging, that they're sleeping together, and he is the the Maharaja, and he in- instantly says it too. Like they finish, they like go, they fucking go for it. And then they finish and immediately he's like, I don't like it. <laughs> 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 immediately. <laughs> and then he's like, why is she not with the Maharaja? Doesn't make any sense. <laughs>
2: well, I mean, that's a boring story anyways. Whoever like would have looked at him and been like, why isn't she with the Maharaja? It'd be like, because that's boring.
1: Yeah. I think they try to explain it to him, but he's not having it because he knows. Well, he's a Maharaja. Yeah, it's true. A Maharaja? But I, I I didn't hate that stuff this time, but I just hated that they they almost, I just felt like it was a little too heavy-handed that's all i I do like i do like how they the the story was mimicking their lives i just felt like it was it should have been a little more subtle it didn't have to like beat the audience over the head i guess this movie isn't about being subtle though at all pretty much the whole movie's not but that's awesome that someone thought it held up because I uh, I still really like this movie. I just didn't think from when I saw it 10 years ago to now it holds up. For yeah. me,
2: it's the worst that it holds up for me because now I got to deal with Colin's fucking wording <laughs> that he yeah, was he's right, just right over me. He's keep
0: recommending other movies for right you. I now. know, and
2: the next time I'm like, I fucking don't want to watch it. He'll be like, remember Moulin Rouge and Pretty Woman? <laughs> <laughs> and That's I totally fucking true. fucking slap him in the uh, face.
1: That, all of that is true. That's yeah, going to happen uh, today. That's <laughs> <It is> true. <laughs> that won't even be like a week from now. Yeah. All
2: right, let's watch Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Fuck yourself. <laughs> Fuck yourself.
1: All right. Well, probably not that one. Yeah. Uh,
0: so, I mean, as always, we, we care about what you guys out there think, too. Um, and we never really given too much of a shout out, but we have listeners in Spain. We have listeners in, in Israel. Um, that's awesome. Argentina. Yeah.
1: I think we have some in Russia? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, some Siberia. We, we're in pretty much um, over 80 countries right now. <laughs> Snowden, this thing, yeah, maybe. That's who <laughs> it is. I get it. Uh, <laughs> if it is, blink twice. A lot of our U.S. <laughs> listeners too. Um, we appreciate you guys tuning into the pod. And in, our Canadians. None them, of them, they're and I also, been, <laughs> We all know them, Joe and <laughs> Phil and Jerry. I think I, I, all think 10 I of used
1: us. the F-bomb like twice today, but uh, I I was listening to some of the other episodes and every other word was the Keep F, it clean, F- F-bomb, so I'm uh, trying to... It,
0: Colin's trying to clean up his act. Trying but, to clean it up,
1: guys. But what a we, fucking uh, class act, that Colin. It is I mean, true. I'll still say fuck when it's appropriate, but I just <laughs> won't say fuck every time I like say something. So I don't think you need to apologize.
2: You just own it. Fuck it. I want it up. Fuck it, guys. Fuck it. let's do it. We'll do it live. <laughs> Put some chew in your lip and say fuck.
1: I love that. Fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs> we'll do it live.
0: All right. Uh, so yeah, many thanks out to you. And, and drop us a line, up at gmail.com. Uh, send us a note. Tell us what you think. Uh, or you know what? We're planning out the New Year's episode. So get in your recommends on what you want to see. And we will happily do them. We've got our, our scheduling tool ready to go. So, um, take care, everybody. Come what may. Come what may. <laughs> Seamen. All right. Enjoy your shit, everybody. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is HoldUp_Podcast. underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week.